0: Hello, Hi Rock, welcome to our daily devotional. We are going to skip over chapter 46 and go to 47. 46 really picks up on and develops a few of the themes that we've been covering in the past few chapters. And so we're gonna pick up on 47 now where God is addressing Babylon, the kingdom that's going to be conquered by Cyrus so that the Israelites can be freed. So we are in, in Isaiah chapter 47, starting in verse five and following, where we read this. O oh, beautiful Babylon, sit now in darkness and silence. Never again will you be known as the queen of kingdoms. For I was angry with my chosen people and punished them by letting them fall into your hands. But you, Babylon, showed them no mercy. You oppressed even the elderly. You said, I will reign forever as queen of the world. You did not reflect on your actions or think about their consequences. Listen to this, you pleasure-loving kingdom. Living at ease and feeling secure. You say, I am the only one and there is no other. I will never be a widow or lose my children. Well, both those things will come upon you in a moment widowhood and the loss of your children. Yes, these calamities will come upon you despite all your witchcraft and magic. You feel secure in your wickedness. No one sees me, you said. But your wisdom and knowledge have led you astray. And you said, I am the only one, and there is no other. So disaster will overtake you, and you won't be able to charm it away. Calamity will fall upon you, and you won't be able to buy your way out. A catastrophe will strike you suddenly, one for which you are not prepared. Now use your magical charms. Use the spells you have worked at all these years. Maybe they will do you some good. Maybe they can make someone afraid of you. All the advice you receive has made you tired. Where are all your astrologers, those stargazers who make predictions each month? Let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. But they are like straw burning in a fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. You will get no help from them at all. Their hearth is no place to sit for warmth. And all your friends, those with whom you've done business since childhood, will go their own ways, turning a deaf ear to your cries. And this is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: Well, this is a word of stark warning. There's some uh, irony or sarcasm in here as well. Uh, and I'm reminded of um, Pastor Megan's sermon a few weeks ago where she uh, asked or uh, she pointed out that there's this uh, cultural conversation going on where, where women ask the men close to them, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And by and large, women are shocked at how often men say that they think about the empire, many of them even uh, daily. Um but I think there's a, an interesting thing in that empire is on our minds, and especially as we see the crumbling of so many empires in our world today. Um, the British Empire in particular, I find, is one that's really interesting. And um, I think it's been part of the, uh, a conversation a lot of people have had uh, with the death of Queen Elizabeth and the crowning of King Charles. Many people have asked questions about the British Empire. And, and really, in a way, the British Empire was in collapse uh, especially after World War II. World War II so expended and depleted Britain that they couldn't maintain their holdings around the world after that, especially in the Middle East and South Asia. And I think a lot of people are now asking the same question about the United States. You know, it's it's an empire (laughs) in terms of soft power, but I think the comparisons are, are valid. Is the U.S. falling apart from within or will it persist far into the future? And I think it's hard for any nation or any people or any business or any organization to consider how it might be falling apart in the moment. There's always these blinders, and Babylon was no different. In verse seven, uh, it says that you said, "I am forever the eternal queen," but you did not consider these things or reflect on what might happen. And Isaiah specifically draws out two sources, uh, draws attention to two sources of of their blindness. That first, there was a false perception of security. Um, they, they thought they were safer than they were. And second, there was a preoccupation with their own pleasure, their self-indulgence. And so they didn't have attention for anything else. In verse eight, he says, uh, now then listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am, and there is no beside none beside me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children, but both of these will overtake you in a moment on a single day. Um, In in addition, one other thing, uh, in addition to the pride and false sense of security and the endless self-indulgence, God reveals uh, a a kind of more um, pertinent uh, source of their downfall. Uh, Right in the beginning in verse six, he says, uh, he says, I turned my people over to you for punishment, but you showed them no mercy. And even with the elder, on the elderly, you laid a, a heavy burden. And so it was this lack of mercy that was at the heart of why God is going to remove them from their position. In all of this pride and self-focus, Babylon could not see that their power came with a responsibility to care for the last, the lost, and the least, like we like to say. And I think this is an appropriate warning for any nation, any business, any church, any, and even us as individuals that, you know, if we don't use our position and our privilege to serve others rather than to serve ourselves, well, then we have to know that God has a long history of resisting the proud and giving grace to the humble. And Jesus himself was raised to the highest place precisely because we're told in Philippians 2, because he lowered himself to be the servant of all. And so this way of following Jesus, descending into greatness, as one person put it, that is the way that leads to life. Whereas the path that Babylon takes is the one that really leads to loss and loneliness. This path of false security, this path of self-indulgence leads us blind to the possibility of our downfall up until the very last moment. But the way of Jesus leads to life. So that's some of the things I see in this passage. Dave, I'm wondering what you see here.
1: Wow. Well, I'm, I'm interested in the direction you took this, and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, as we think about not just these ancient empires, but this, this cycle, right, of, of human pretension that really could go all the way back to Babel, right? And, and and as as we just keep seeing humans in their pretensions, thinking that now, you know, we can we can do something great, and we, uh, you know, almost, you know, we can reach reach the heavens all by ourselves, you know, this... Um, and, and there is a, a I, I think a, a pretentiousness that does uh, characterize almost every great empire and not just great empires uh every great leader i think probably is is vulnerable to this uh, every great company i was seeing that we work just you know they, they were like a you know mega billion dollar company very recently and all of a sudden they just uh, applied for bankruptcy protection um and you think how many of the great companies that were just had a had an unassailable monopoly, you know, Kodak and I mean Polaroid. I mean, so many of these uh, that are either gone or sh- you know shells of them of their former selves. And I think there is a, a tendency when we are uh, when we are in power, you know, whether that's personal, right? I'm the president of the United States. Whether it's corporate, you know, we're the the, the market leader in this area, or whether it's uh, international, you know, that we're the we're the ruling empire of the world. Uh, there is a tendency to start to believe, oh, this is for me. Somehow I deserve this, and now I deserve to be served. Whereas I think that the whole idea is that God actually, and this goes back to what we were talking about talking about Cyrus yesterday, where we were talking about how um, you know he was being very clear. God was being very clear with Cyrus, yeah, it's it's not for you. You don't even know me. I'm not doing this for you. i'm I'm using you for me. I have a purpose and I you are convenient for me to use to accomplish it. And to the degree that you cooperate with my purposes, you will thrive. And I think what he's now saying to Babylon is, I, I was using you and you guys got to have incredible success because of that, but you were poor stewards of that privilege. And you, you did not use it to serve me or to serve others. You used it to make everyone serve yourselves. And as a result, I'm now taking this away from you. Uh, And then I think, you know, as we kind of move forward, all of these great empires that just seemed like, right? I mean, Rome thought of as the eternal city, right? It could never be be dethroned. And then we think of the same thing with, with so many of these empires since, right up to the United States. You know, we have been the only superpower, really, since the collapse of the Soviet Union. And so there's this way that I think that, You know, for the last 30 years, we've sort of have thought of ourselves as being this unassailable, you know, we can't be touched. But I mean, I I was just thinking about what you were saying and and looking, I mean, starting verse 8. Listen to this, you pleasure-loving kingdom, living at ease and feeling secure. Could God not be writing this about America? You say, I'm the only one, there is no other. Well, we were the only one for a while. There was no, I will never be a widow or lose my children. I just, you know, so I'm thinking about that. Well, widow, right? Who's the, the husband? God. That You know, that's the kind of metaphor we keep seeing it. And that there's this way that, that that God was had been in partnership with Babylon. God had been in partnership with Cyrus. God had been in partnership with the, the nation of Israel. God had been in partnership. And, and they kind of think, oh, I'm never going to lose all that status. I'm never going to lose all that privilege. And all of a sudden, there's widowhood because uh, yes, these calamities will come upon you despite all of your witchcraft and magic. Uh, which is again the pretension to power, right? I think if God were writing that today to America, he's like, but despite all of your you know great technology and you know financial wizardry, and I think there's a way that that we who had thought we were so secure, we're now seeing America itself is beginning to erode. And I wonder, are we, in fact, following into falling into the falling into this same pattern that all these other great empires that we read about in the Bible? That we were not good stewards of, you know, our our, our privilege that God gave us. Uh, you, you felt secure in your wickedness. No one sees me, you said. I'm reading from verse 10. But your wisdom and knowledge, right? This is what we trust in these days. You know, we're so technically smart, and we you know, we're inventing things, and we're discovering things, and nobody else knows but it says, they have led you astray. My goodness, that just feels like that is so pertinent. And you said, I am the only one. There is no other. Well, I think that is kind of a, this sort of like American exceptionalism. I think we have fallen into this, uh, where I- instead of, of us serving God, we are now c- kind of think God is obligated to serve us. And now I think it's trans- transmuted into, We're the God who gets to decide who gets served. And I I wonder if then we'll end up experiencing a similar fate to Persia and Babylon and Rome and Greece and Babel and all the others.
0: I mean, it'd be nice if uh, someone could figure out. Well, we don't have to figure it out. But if someone could finally break the cycle, uh, break the wheel and and uh, and choose a different path to go a different way to become the ultimate servant rather than the ultimate master.
1: Well, and isn't that the story then of Jesus, right? That God finally has to do it. God finally has to come and become the ultimate servant in order to break this cycle. But finally, it'll be be—it'll never be any of us. And I, I think being able to recognize that every time we think that humans are going to be, be able to bring about heaven on our own by our, our cleverness, by our cooperation, any of these things, right? I think this is essentially the ideals behind the U.N., that we're going to be able to bring about sort of utopia on our own by our, our our progress and our enlightenment, and I just think we underestimate all of our of ourselves, our own propensity to sin, and I think that we have to hold on to the reality of yes, we are created in God's image, right, Genesis chapter one and two, and we are fallen, chapter Genesis chapter three, and if we don't hold both of those things together, universal human dignity and universal human sin, if we don't hold those things together, then we're going to have a distorted picture.
0: Hmm. Well, with all that in mind, let me uh, close this in prayer. Our good and gracious God, um, help us to realize in our individual lives, in the groups that we participate in, in our nation, in whatever situation might be, help us to realize the privilege and position that you have given us And Lord, help us to see these things for what they are as gifts that you give us so that we can become givers. You are the ultimate giver, and you invite us to participate with you in blessing the world. So, Lord, help us to see your gifts as precisely that the opportunity to become givers ourselves. And do not let us fall into this trap, this temptation that we keep falling into to see these gifts as something for our own pleasure. Lord, help us to follow the path of Jesus who poured himself out in giving life to all so that we might be with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen. Well, friends, we're so glad to have you with us this week and we look forward to uh, worshiping with you on Sunday and then we'll be right back here to open up God's word on Monday morning again.